Hello to everybody from around the world. Welcome to the Retail Wavemakers, a Sea Trade Cruise Talks podcast. My name is Nadine Heubel. I'm the Global SVP Revenue at Reclaim. Yes, I do have a new job. But today I'm talking to you as the Retail Ambassador for Sea Trade. Retail has been going from strength to strength in the cruise industry, and I'm grateful for C-Trade to have acknowledged this development by creating a retail ambassador role, which I am very honored to have been appointed to. Part of my responsibility has been to create further awareness for this exciting sector amongst cruise industry peers. And what better way to do it than creating our own podcast, the Retail Wavemaker podcast. What was supposed to be a mini-series ended up being much more than this. We are now already in our third season. This season is all about the heroes on board the ships and their interaction directly or indirectly with retail. We have a lineup of amazing guests and we will hear from them firsthand about life on board, their interaction with retail and their view on cruise retail. And we also get a little personal as we always do with our rapid fire questions at the end of the podcast. And what better way to start this season with the most senior person on board a ship, the captain. Captain Eric Bauhorst grew up near the sea in the southwest of the Netherlands. Despite no particular nautical connection in his family, he spent his spare time sailing small boats and decided at a young age he wanted to pursue a career at sea. He attended nautical college at the Maritime Academy de Ruiter in Flissingen, where he graduated with a bachelor's degree in navigation and marine engineering. After spending his cadetship with Holland America Line on the Statendam and Amsterdam, Eric joined the Maastam as a force officer. Eric then sailed on a number of different Holland America ships while rising through the ranks. He was promoted to staff captain in 2009 and earned his first command in February 2018 as master of MS Eurodam and is currently assigned as master of MS Newville Statendam. When not at sea, Eric spent his time back home in England where he lives in Oxfordshire with his wife Farah, whom he met in 2009 on board Westerdam while being assigned there as a first officer and the two of them live together with their two cats, Alfie and Noodles. Eric, welcome to the show. Hi, good morning or good afternoon, Nadine. It's great to be here. Thank you. No, absolutely great to have you. For our listeners, Eric, I think you and me, we have something very, very important in common. I don't know if you know what it is. Your wife, Farah, actually told me about it. Uh, no, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> so actually, you and me, we share the same birthday. Oh, great. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy birthday to you. So did you celebrate it on the ship? Were you on at sea on your birthday? Yeah, I did. Um, with a birthday cake on the bridge and a nice dinner out. Very, very nice. Uh, I had no birthday cake on the, on the bridge, but I had a nice birthday as well. So yeah, so fellow Leo. But before we start actually talking about your role as the captain, I have one like intro question because I'm sure everybody is super interested to know, where are you currently? Where are you today? Today we are actually in Iceland, in Akureyri. Uh, this is a 14-day cruise that started in Copenhagen. Uh, we went to South Queen's Ferry, Edinburgh in Scotland, and to Lurik in the Shetland Islands. And today is our first uh, port in Iceland. 
we're doing five more Icelandic ports, and then on the way back we go to the Faroe Islands and then back to Copenhagen. Sounds wonderful. And always interesting for me to know, is the sea very rough right now or is it okay? And we had a very calm crossing from Scotland over to Iceland yesterday, which I'm sure all the guests appreciated. <laughs> it is not always like that on the North Atlantic, but this yeah. time we were lucky. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, so now let's talk a little bit about your role as the captain, as the most senior person on, on board the ship. So tell us a little bit about the scope of responsibility as a captain for a big ocean cruise liner of Holland America. We already talked a little bit about the ship the ship you, you are currently on, but maybe you can tell us a little bit more, as I said, about responsibility, also how many crew members you have, how many guests you have on, on board, or anything else you want to share with us. Yeah, I, I never really like to be called the most senior person on the ship, but still feel young at heart. <laughs> um, no, as the captain of the ship, of course, I'm ultimately responsible for the, the safe operation uh, of the ship and for the safety of all the, the, the passengers and all the crew members. Uh, New Staterdam has about uh, 2,600 guests and just under 1,000 crew members. Um, so, of course, my number one priority is the safety of the ship and the safety of everyone on board. Uh, but what makes the job of a captain so interesting is the variety uh, of all the different aspects that are part of the job as a captain, from the navigation of the ship to the efficient operation, the business side, um, the human resources with the thousand crew members on board, uh, the multitude of different aspects of the job is what, what in the end makes the job uh, so interesting. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, I, I always, when, when I think about the responsibility of a captain, I always also think I come from a very small little town in in the, in southern Germany with about 1,800 inhabitants and and you are responsible for double this, the, this, the size of my of my village every day uh, of, of, of the year and I think that's really really amazing thinking about it like this as well yeah yeah so the ship's captain of course is the captain of the ship but you're also kind of the mayor of this small city <laughs> mm -hmm. and then also the CEO of this small company that, that the cruise ship is. Uh, it's a business unit yeah. that you are responsible for. Yeah, very, very fascinating. So how does a typical day of, uh, of a captain uh, look like? And another question I have also, do the guests regard you as a kind of a celebrity on board as well? Uh, a typical day normally starts with an early wake-up call and to be on the bridge for arrival. Uh, then we arrive into port, and once the ship is safely alongside, there might be some meetings, a staff meeting or another meeting. Uh, we might be doing a drill, uh, fire and abandoned ship drill for the crew, for example. Uh, there might be some conference calls, as in most people's jobs nowadays. Uh, there might be a guest event, like a uh, Ask the Captain question and answer session in the main theater that I host once a cruise. Uh, so a lot of different things, uh, but my working day is really determined by, by the rhythm of the ship, uh, depending on whether the ship is in port or at sea. Uh, that decides my, my work hours. I have to be on the bridge for arrivals and departures, and then in between that, we, we fit everything else that is going on on board. And your second part of the question, am, am I a celebrity? Uh, 
now I have uh, requests for autographs and selfies and pictures. So in a way, I suppose so. <laughs> Great. So you, you are actually, so you're my first celebrity on a podcast. I love it. <laughs> and so you, you, you mentioned that you do Captain Meet guests. How does this event look like? Maybe you can just share a little bit about what does this mean? Yeah, so once a cruise, I host a Ask the Captain event. It's a question and answer session where I try to give an insight in the life behind the scenes on board and where guests get to ask uh, any question that they have, preferably not about their toilet not flushing or <laughs> questions about navigation or about the inner workings of the ship or behind the scenes. Wow, that's very interesting. And people are very active. People ask a lot of questions. Yeah, we normally have the main show lounge theater full, full house, and lots of questions. So we could easily fill an hour without uh, trying to. That sounds great. And so, Eric, what is your interaction with the retail teams on board? Are you getting involved in any retail initiatives? So, for example, do you show up as the guest of honor, as you as a, as the celebrity on, on board the ship? Do you do ribbon cutting? So tell us a little bit more about this. Yeah, of course, we have, um, in the case of Holland America Line, we have an assistant hotel general manager that oversees all of the, the retail areas on board the ship. Um, but I do like to keep uh, involved and at least uh, keep my finger on the pulse and know what's going on. I think it's important to be visible to the team on board, uh, show my support to the team, to the retail teams, as well as trying to celebrate whenever we have strong results, to share that with, with the ship's company on board, to try and keep everyone motivated. And yeah, as the onboard celebrity, as you say, I have been invited to some uh, events like ribbon cuttings when we have uh, reconfigured an onboard shop or coming out of dry dock where we've reopened the shops in a different uh, format. And then I had the honor of uh, opening the shop and, and cutting the ribbon. And it's important to show up as the, the captain of the ship for those events to show your support to the onboard team and also to show the guests that you are present and, and to show the support of the onboard team to work no, I, I understand, and I, I think it's great that, that you're doing this. So thank you on behalf of the retail community. So in, in your years as a captain and your other functions you, you were holding on board the ships, have you seen any retail initiatives which stood out and which you would like to share with our listeners? Um, yeah, actually, at the moment, I'm setting up a new initiative with the shop manager on board, the retail shop manager and the photo team. Uh, we're kind of doing a cross-promotion where guests can buy a package that includes a picture with the captain and a ship's model from our shop on board that I then uh, autograph uh, at the bottom of the ship's model and then have my picture taken with the guests uh, and they can buy that as, as one package. So it kind of cross-promotes the photo department and retail shops on board. Oh, that's pretty cool. Is this is already live. Are you already doing this now or is this in, in the making? Yeah, we actually started doing that uh, this current cruise. And so I can't share any figures. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand, but that's, that's it. That is uh, super, super cool. So you definitely need to keep us posted on uh, on this one. Yes, I will. And 
in your opinion, as I can see that you're really involved with retail and with your partners on board, what what makes a good retail partner? What is the secret to success um, on board a cruise ship? Um, so as a captain, I, I don't directly uh, work with our external retail partners unless they happen to be on board the ship and I get to interact with them. Uh, but I think as with any business or personal partnership, uh, I think the important part is uh, that you are working towards the same goal. You have a shared goal in order to be successful partners. And I think that the foundations to a good partnership with the external vendor in this case is, is having that shared goal and working for mutual success. In case, in this case, the onboard concessionaire business, their success is our success. We share that goal, and, and when we do not perform to expectations, then, then we both lose. Another important aspect of that partnership is communication. Uh, it's important for both sides to understand the expectations, uh, which in this case means us, the, the cruise line clearly communicating the brand direction and the guest feedback that we collect from, for example, our cruise ratings and our guest comments, as well as the retail partner providing creative direction and things like making delivery times, etc., clear, which is especially important given the today's procurement climate where sometimes not everything gets delivered as fast as we would like it, uh, where we've seen quite some logistical challenges. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah, I think it's it's important, as you say, to have this mutual goal and and work together as partners. Because I I like what you say. If if one side wins, everybody wins, and you can only win together. So I think that's that's great. But now, after we talked about all the the the, the great things um, happening. Uh, as a captain again, if you had the chance to change one or maybe even more things about retail on board, what would it be? What would you change? I think getting a stronger selection of itinerary-specific merchandise on board the ship would be nice. A good example of that is for Holden America Line. Uh, we do that in Alaska, uh, where we have a, a strong selection of, of local merchandise uh, and itinerary-specific merchandise in our onboard shops. Uh, but it would be uh, nice to also see that in, in other areas of the world, in other trades. People like to purchase items to remember their special occasions, or in this case, their, their cruise vacation. Uh, and that gives them the opportunity to bring that memory of the cruise back home. And if that can be itinerary-specific, that means so much more. Yeah, thank you. So to all the retailers and concessionaires uh, and vendors out there who are currently listening, yes, get, get more destination-specific products. I do agree with you, Eric. Thank you for sharing this. Now we would like to learn a little bit about uh, you personally as well. And uh, therefore, as on all our podcasts, we have a little rapid-fire questions for you. Are you ready? I think so. But before we do that, can I also just say to a fellow Leo that uh, we also have a new mascot coming up at Holland America Line. We talked about retail initiatives earlier. And one of our upcoming retail initiatives is that we're going to have a new mascot at Holland America Line, which happens to be a lion, a Leo. Oh, how cool. His name is going to be <laughs> Louis, and he's coming to our mm -hmm. workshop soon. And we're going to have different versions with different outfits and also celebrating, for example, our World Cruise is going to have a specific mascot, the specific version of that lion. 
And I think that's a great initiative, which also brings a bit of fun to the retail space. Absolutely. I love it. It's a Leo. Yay. <laughs> His name is Louis. Louis the Lion. Yes. And is there also a Louis the Lion Captain version? I believe there will also be a Captain version, yes. And there will be a live <laughs> version that can be used to do photo shoots with uh, guests on the pier, for example. So many different ah, okay. options. <laughs> Super cool. Now, thank you for, for sharing this as well. I think that that's an important one uh, to know before we get to know more about you. So, Eric, first rapid fire question for you. What is your favorite cruise destination? If I had to pick one, I would probably say the Australia and New Zealand itineraries that I have done a couple of seasons on some of our trips. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. New Zealand is one of my favorite countries in the world to visit. Love it. What is your favorite location on board the ship to unwind? To unwind, probably uh, the spinning bike up in the gym that I use after work, get rid of some uh, extra energy or frustration. <laughs> and I, I sometimes host spinning classes for the crew on board. Oh, you do? You host spinning classes? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God! Wow, that's that's amazing. And actually, you are the first one because I asked the question, as uh, as as you might know, in all my episodes, and you're the first one to actually mention a, a sports activity or the gym yeah. in general. So you're not only the captain, you're also a uh, a spinning instructor in in your in your spare time as a passion. Amateur spinning instructor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and next one, uh, buffet or a la carte breakfast kind of depends on what's going on on the ship but i would probably say my typical breakfast would be a ham and cheese croissant after arrival on the bridge bingo or trivia trivia we host a guest versus crew trivia once a cruise on the ship which i always try and participate in and during my captain's announcements my daily update announcements i always try and include a little trivia fact a nautical trivia about uh, where the port or starboard come from, um, how do we measure the height of the waves or the wind, uh, something nautical every day. And who, who normally wins, guests or crew? Normally the guests win, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and now my, my last question for you, which cruise ship of a competitor cruise line have you always wanted to visit? Um, not one specific ship, but I've been for a while been very interested to visit one of the mega cruise ships uh, just from a a professional um, curiosity to see their logistical operation. It's amazing to think how much happens on board the cruise ship to keep everything going. If you just, for example, think about a linen change for all the guest cabins or a turnaround port where all the cabins need to be serviced and the logistics of, of loading all the stores. Um, so just to see that on, on a big scale, like, like one of the mega cruise ships would be, uh, for me, interesting. Oh yeah, if, if you go and visit, please take me with you. I would love to see this too. I think this is what you just mentioned is really fascinating to uh, understand all the logistics behind to make this a super smooth experience for the guests. Yeah, that feel was just Eric, thank you so much. This was really insightful and fascinating. Um, And thank you for joining us from Iceland and talking to us about your uh, day and your life as a captain and also how you interact with retail. It was great. Thank you, Eric. 
Thank you so much, Nadine. And good luck with the podcast series. Thank you.